This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, mate. How are you doing? Now, welcome all to part four of my Euro Diary with the Governor Alan Hudson. How's things? How's your balloon? <laughs> it's still up. <laughs> and England are still in the tournament, and Alan Hudson's 70th balloon filled with helium is still up. What's going to last the longest, oh, Al? Your balloon or England? What have you thought about the tournament so far? Because we are at the point where all the group stage games are finished. We know who's playing each other in the last 16. And I've just walked in from work. I've seen Gary Neville's team that he would pick against Germany on uh, Tuesday night. Is it what day are we now? Tuesday night. Tuesday it's, night, yeah. It's Thursday tonight, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah, we played last Tuesday. So, Gareth has had a week. Gary Neville's already picked his team. I've heard a number of former pros pick their teams as well. Three at the back and two old in midfielders. God help us. So, first and foremostly, Tournament so far, who's caught your eye out? Um, well, I was I was quite impressed with um, the main three really: Italy, mm. France, and um, Portugal. I like, um, but um, I, I think um, I, I think we were destined to play um, Germany. Yeah, it's um, you know it changed. The other night was incredible. It changed for. Changed four times. Portugal were top when the referee gave a diabolical penalty. Then they were second. Then they were third. Then they were bottom of the group. And so it was a. And I was very very nervous because I didn't want to see them go out because uh, I always like to see the best teams uh, stay in there, and they were superb. And uh, you know, as we as we said uh, earlier on, it was. Um, it's 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 come to this, and we we've seen the VAR over the last year in the Premier League with the lockdown and all this. But it seems that uh, it seems a referee's going to decide who wins this tournament rather than a player, yeah. which is quite quite sad, really. I mean, what 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 a predicament to get in, really. Absolutely, and I think you're absolutely spot on. Because we've uh, we've called, well, you've always called it right, Al. It's not going to take much to win this tournament. And from what we've seen so far, absolutely agree. You call Fernandez uh, right as well. Uh, both yourself and Graham Sooners um, really laid into him. I didn't see that game, but uh, it wouldn't last in Liverpool's dressing room in, in Sooners' time. He wouldn't last it in any of your dressing rooms. And he didn't last on the pitch as well because he was uh, benched. And the thing is with Fernandez, he is a sulker. The problem is with Portugal, Ronaldo takes the free kicks. Ronaldo takes the penalties. You take the penalties away from Fernandez playing for, for Manchester United, that goal tally really do- uh, drops, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't... I, I don't... Uh, I mean, I, I couldn't believe today what I read about Southgate. He's talking about we've got nobody, you know, on free kicks. It's a bit of yeah. a, 
and yet he's got Ward Prowse, uh, mm-hmm. the player I like, who should be in the squad. Uh, and they're just—it's—it's it's just not making any sense to me at the moment, Paul. Um, I mean, we we know that their balls are a big part of the game, but at the end of the day, it's all about the best team. Uh, we want the best team to win it, don't we? You know. Yeah. And it's. Uh, I know the old country wants England to win it, um, as all other nations want their team to win it, but. Uh, you know, let's let's look at the, the big picture here. And the big picture is we want to we, we want to be entertained and see the best teams play. Absolutely, and I think you're spot on. Free kicks do play a, a valuable part in the modern game. The modern game is different to the old game. There's more pass, 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 sideways, backwards. Back in your day, better football players. Technically, they were better as well. It was a better game. Didn't rely so much on free kicks and corners and set play. But you're right, he has got an expert there. Probably the best in the world. And he ain't taken him. He's took 17 defensive-minded players out of his uh, squad of 26. And two of those players are injured. He could have put Ward Prowse in there. And we'd already touched upon this in previous podcasts. But Gareth Southgate now is moaning. He ain't got one when he ain't took him. Madness. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I don't think you you need to be a really know too much about the game really to to see who our outstanding players are throughout the Premier League season. I mean, every time you put the telly on Gary Southgate's uh, game every day of the week through this uh, pandemic, and he's sitting there. He's seen Southampton play so many times; it's incredible. And he's got to see that the kids are an outstanding talent, and yet he don't want to know. Um, and he he keeps. All right, I like Saka. Uh, I'm not a fan of Ster- Sterling, and I'm not a fan of Rashford. I've got to say, I think I I think in in teams you put them in teams like Stoke or Birmingham or somewhere like that or Port Vale or whatever, and you know they wouldn't get a kick. Yeah. You know they're only the play. They only they get a game because Sterling plays for Manchester City, um, and Rashford plays for Manchester United. It's a little bit of a throwback to the old days, really, when we used to have six Liverpool players and five Manchester United players representing the country, and uh, everybody else was ignored. And I think that's that's what he's picking them for. They wouldn't get a game otherwise. And people like Ward Prowse. It was like a bit like when we played at Stoke. Me and Greenoff. You know, you we. We didn't used to get uh, looked at at Stoke. Uh, we had a great defender in Alan Dodd. Um, and it's the same with uh, Grealish at, at Villa. You know, it's only because the the media attention that he's even come into the picture. It's only because p- people started screaming and hollering. And it seems that Southgate's the only one that can't see it. Absolutely. It looks as though by Gary Neville's team, Gary Neville can't see it as well. You can understand, though, why he failed as a manager when he was over there in Spain at Valencia. But let's talk about Rashford briefly. Again, spot on Al, you've called him right all along. I said to you years ago, what is he? And you said, Paul, as long as he's gone, I'll up his backside, he'll never be a centre-forward. And you're absolutely well, yeah. spot on. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I always judge a centre-forward. You know, we all know that centre-forwards are all about... Uh, it's great when they've got a bit of pace and they've got a bit. They go through the middle. They've got great ability, but uh, I, 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 it just amazes me how uh, centre forwards take corners. And, yeah. You know, uh, and I remember at Chelsea years ago, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank done it, and he just didn't like heading the ball. Yeah. 
And Marcus Rashford is exactly the same. How can you... I mean, I watched Lewandowski the other night. I mean, the, the man's a monster in the box. He yeah. just wants him to keep getting the ball into him. And, uh, you know, you, you see players like that and you think, we got players that don't want to hit the ball. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, so he can't be, he can't be, he can't be a centre forward. And as you know, I, I go hammer and tongue with uh, Don Shanks, my mate, and uh, he started off last season saying that, you know, he's going to, you know, tear up the league this year, and uh, and and he was disappointed. Then he started doing the school lunches and everything else, and he kind of, uh, I can only say that had Alex Ferguson. Being the Manchester United manager, that wouldn't have happened. He would have said, you either do one thing or the other. You want to do school lunches, go and do school lunches. If you want to play for Manchester United, you play for Manchester United. One or the other, it's up to you. He wouldn't have put up with it. And yet Solskjaer's let him get away with it. It's, and I'm not saying he would have been a better player if he didn't do the school lunches, but it just it it seems that there's times in matches where he's not he's not particularly with the game, and he's 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 got his mind elsewhere. He's it's as if he's thinking about something else. And and then I hear his interviews, and I think, well, that's no, you you you've you're not you're not keeping up with it. You know, you're you're not you're not a stringing along with the game mate you know I, don't, I, don't, I really don't get it I mean the um, it, it's um, you know and it, what makes it worse is you know Harry Kane's been diabolically out of form and uh, we're crying out for a centre forward and uh, and um, really if he was any if he, if he was a centre forward the, the space is there for him but you know, we we've got the other two lads there now, and what what does he play? Does he play on the right wing, left wing, or whatever? I don't know. He, he's a total mystery, and if you've got a mystery, you don't you you can't win Euros or World Cups with with mystery players. Absolutely, and again, another spot on assessment because you called it straight away with Rashford when he started doing that, and you're right. In Fergie's day, he wouldn't have allowed it because Fergie would have just said, "I pay you to play football. Now play football." Mm. And, you know, Solskjaer has just let me get simple. away with everything. And it is yeah. a simple game. And, and and you're right with players as well, Al. Southgate does go to various games. That's his job as, as an England manager. But as an England manager, you know that there are only a few players that can play at that elite level. So you would be going and watching your players all the time. For me, uh, the boy that Aston Villa are sniffing around, uh, Emil Smith-Rowe, I really like that kid. I think he's one for the future. I think Harvey Barnes, who plays for Leicester, could be one for the future. His strike rate isn't particularly great. That does worry me a bit because he can catch pigeons, but he, he can't find the back of the net as you know often as really he should be. And... Um, Easy, the boy that played at Queen's Park Rangers, who's now at Crystal Palace. You know, again, going forward, them are players that you should be identifying and looking at because it ain't every player that can play at that level. And it just strikes me that in this squad, we've got an awful lot of players that just aren't good enough to play at that level. Well, they they're not only they're then they're not up up to the level, Paul. It's just. Uh... When they do play, um, I, I wonder why, how they how they're trying to play them. It's, it's yeah. like, 
you know, you play your players to their strengths, and he doesn't seem to do that. Uh, Southgate, does. he wants them to. I, I mean, it's it's like we've been through this a million times. He he seems to want to put them into a certain system. Well, there is no certain systems. If you watch the, the French play and you you watch Kante play, you don't tell Kante what to do. He does what he wants to do. You know, he, he smells he smells trouble and he goes after it and then he gets the ball and he uses it properly. You know, you can't tell you can't tell top players to fit into a system. It just don't work that way. And you you, you got the Gary Nevilles and 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 the and his mate from Liverpool on there and they're they're talking about all these methods and uh four three this, four two, one, five and all this and I don't I don't really understand it, you know. Uh, I was brought up, you know, in the 60s with Brazil winning the World Cup uh, with the best team I've ever seen win the World Cup. And they were just players that were told to go out and play like we was at school, really. Just go out and, you know, play to your strengths. And you're right, football isn't a complicated game. It's a simple game, so we can all love it um, and play it as well to various levels. But they do try and overcomplicate the game these days when there is absolutely no need to. It isn't spot on. It's not systems that win games. It's football players that win games. And you get your best players on the pitch and you play football. And do you know what? It, it is similar to playing in the playground, isn't it? It is similar to putting goalposts, uh, jumpers down for goalposts. You 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 want to play football. You're passing your movement. It's it's all it's all relative, but it's just it strikes me that the way England set themselves up, too many sideways and backward passes. In fact, uh, let's move on to the last time that England beat West Germany, and it was West Germany in them days at Wembley. It was our 100th international. It was uh, a 2-0 win, which the game that you played in, uh, your debut, along with um, Whitworth and, and Gillard. And amazing to think that that is the last time that we beat Germany at Wembley Stadium. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> really, we pretty, pretty much we pretty much had the, the same scenario, really, where uh, Don Revy did, really didn't want to pick me, like he, like Southgate didn't want to pick Jack. It, it was, it wasn't much different, really. But uh, we were very fortunate that we, we, you know, that night we had a fantastic Adam Ball in the team and. Uh, uh, we, I can remember he gave us dossiers on the Germans and no one, uh, we, me and Adam threw out straight in the bin. We didn't look at the dossier. God knows. How, how, how do we want to, what do we want a dossier on France Beckenbauer, you know? Yeah. Uh, and and that was, they're the kind of things these people, what they're trying to do, they're trying to treat, treat you like uh, you're an imbecile, you know. But, you know, it's just it's just pure ignorance for me. You're, you're, you know, you've been playing football all your life. And, you know, I was at that time, I was 24. Uh, I was just coming up in the next year or so, had I stayed in England. I would have been coming up to my peak. And I didn't need people. And he had people like Ray Clements on the line and with pads and, you know, pen, pen and paper telling you what to do, you know, and, and you just tell them to go away, you know. You know, a goalkeeper, a goalkeeper telling an outfield player what to do, and you, you know, it's just it's too ridiculous for words. If, if it was a movie, you would turn it off because it's too far fetched. Mm. 
because that night against West Germany, we, we didn't need a team talk. We knew they were world champions. We'd seen them. Alan Ball played against them in 1966 and become a... I mean, how can Dom Rebbe, who'd never won a European Cup, tell Alan Ball, who was who starred in our 1966 World Cup and then again in 1970, how to play against Germany? Yeah. It, it should be the other way around. Yeah. Bawley should be telling him. And Bawley just went out and showed. I mean, he, he picked Alan Ball. I think that might have been the first time he was ever captain in England. And, uh, and he, he picked him, as he did with me, to foul because he thought Alan was past his best and I wouldn't hack it. And uh, and it rebounded on him. And uh, and this is a trouble, Paul, that we've had with the England South. You know, it's still... And it, it it doesn't. I mean, we're talking about 1975, and it's it's gone on, it's gone on, and it's gone on, and it's gone on. We had the same thing with Gascoigne when he was a world class player, and then when Hoddle got the job, and he wouldn't, he didn't take him because I don't know why Glenn didn't want to take him. He knew he was the best player. Was he a little bit, you know, could be cost, but they were saying. Gascoigne was better than Hoddle and all this. It, it just didn't. It, it, you, when you start getting personal, when you got the England job, it, it's uh, and that's that's what what it was to me. It was, you know, he was the last world class player we had. Can you imagine if Gascoigne was around today, he would not get in the he would not get in the England team. He wouldn't get in there. He would because he he wouldn't fit into the way Southgate wants to play. He wouldn't do as he's told. He couldn't do as he's told because Paul Gascoigne was a, a, as close to a genius as you can get. It is incredible because, you know, when you look at the, the players that England have, have failed, yourself, Curry, Ardell, Gaza, uh, I think you could throw Paul Scholes into that mix and, and now the sixth one is Jack Grealish. You know, and that's pretty much in my lifetime and it, it is history keep repeating itself. But, you know, we're talking about... It's, the, the nation that that's well so um, we're led to believe invented the game, but as you said on the last podcast, we didn't invent it to play like this, and we're actually not very good at playing the game that we invented. So when you're looking at, I was ten the last time England beat West Germany in um, yeah. you know at Wembley Stadium. It's quite incredible. Okay, we haven't played them that often, but. The old Wembley, we, we played Germany and I think it was Dieter Amann scored the goal, didn't he? That they, they beat us the 1-0. Last game there, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, Ke- yeah. Keegan, who played in that game against West Germany in 75, he played up front with uh, Malcolm and uh, Mick Shannon. Uh, he was the manager. I think he resigned that day, if memory serves me right, didn't he? He did, King, yes, King he Kevin. did, yeah. I was at Wembley in, in a hotel there that day. I was doing a talk with, with, with Alan Ball, actually, and, and the news came through. And it was... It was it was only a few days earlier that Kevin Keegan did an interview and he said, I've just been in the, I've just left the England dressing room. He says, and it's, it's uh, incredible. He says, there's so many world-class players sitting all around the dressing room. And, uh, and then all of a sudden they got beat by Germany in the last game. And he said, I've took these as far as I can take them. Well, he hadn't taken them anywhere. He'd only taken them down the North Circular. Uh, I mean, it was, it was, it was, too ridiculous again you know how did how do they get the i don't i don't understand how the england managers get the jobs you know from from i mean you mentioned the other day from graham taylor to you know the wally with a brolly yeah we've had a turnip we've had a 
you know, Swede. A, a, a Swede and a, and, a, and a Wally with a Broly. Mm. I mean, it, it you know, and, it, and that's our own country calling them, not, not another country. Mm. Well, it, it wouldn't happen in another country. You know, the German manager, they said the other night in a Portugal game, it, you know, he'd been there about 13 years where well, that couldn't, it wouldn't happen here. It wouldn't happen here they, because, and, and he brings them through playing the way the Germans play football. Um, they're, they're not as good as what they used to be but I think that can be said for football around the world at the moment I think you're absolutely spot on though there Al football I was watching briefly the uh, the game from 1975 you know the, in, in fact England from early doors in that game had a back pass to Dave Watson and the Wembley crowd were booing England. How dare we play the ball backwards? I mean, if they were watching that, the same crowd watching England today, they'd never stop booing because that's all we do, backwards and sideways. But in them days, we attack sides. I was looking at that and I, I didn't watch much of the game because I, I was working and, and I thought, well, I'll put it on while I'm, while I'm working away. Every time an England player got the ball, we were taking players on. We were making things happen. Mick Shannon got the ball on the left. He took his back on. We we used to do that. In it. Now all we seem to want to do now, apart from Jack and Saka, what they did the other night, all the others just want to pass the ball sideways. Well, it's called a lack of um, invention. It's a, yeah, I mean, it's a lack of and lack of. Well, the problem is he 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 picks these players, and we expect them to do what they sh what they're really picked to do, and they and and they can't do it. I mean, the the ridiculous thing is the two players in midfield. They played Croatia, and they were raving about Rice and the other lad, Phillips. And no one, no one kind of identified. It was only Graham Saunders, Saunders that turned around. He said, "Before you start screaming about beating Croatia, he said, I don't think that was a very good performance against Croatia. And Croatia ain't 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 no great uh, shakes, you know. And we're talking about playing at home against these teams. And 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 let's not forget that we've scored six goals in seven internationals." Yeah. Now that is, that is like saying last season Sheffield United in the Premier League they got relegated because they weren't averaging a goal a game. Mm -hmm. Well, we're not doing that as a nation, and we've got all these players, all these multi-millionaire players, so-called superstars, and we scored six six goals in seven games. Now that is just not good enough, you know. But again, and we've said this many many times on podcasts. The most important position in in on a, on a pitch is that midfield. It's that engine room. It's that creativity. It's about getting the balls wide, getting around the back of defences, getting crosses into the box. It's about creative players being on the ball. We we have a lack of creativity. We've always had a lack of creativity. Even the football's coming home song. It mentions there's a lack of creativity. But the thing is, we've always had the creative players, but we've not chose to pick them. Now, Gary Neville, a, a while back, he was saying we've got a problem in England of, of, of finding creative midfield players. No, Gary, we haven't. We've got them. We just don't pick them. And in your team that you've picked, you've got three old in midfield, uh, two old in midfield players, a back three and wing backs. So his midfield would consist of 
because then he's got the front three of James of Chelsea, Shaw of Liverpool, Henderson and Rice. Oh my God, what the hell would Germany think when they're lining up against them? Because in 1975, they lined up against Alan Hudson, Alan Ball and Colin Bell. Sadly, two of the, those players aren't with us now. But even if all you were alive at the age of 70, I'd put you three up against them for all, all day and every day of the week, mate. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, when you think uh, crazy, I mean, I, I, I was... Um, they, they didn't know anything about me at that time, the Germans. They, they didn't even know I was. But uh, And it, it was... Um, uh, that was that was good for that was good for me because I mean even Netzer said after the game where where they're hiding uh, where they've been hiding this player you know yeah uh, so when a German turns around and says that you know you got you could, someone's got to sit up and take notice you know mm-hmm. um, you know we watch other nations and we say oh this kid looks where's he come from he yeah. looks good you know but. Uh, but they, when you see them, they're outstanding players. They don't disappear, mm. you know, and, and that's what happened. He didn't, uh, Rebbe didn't like the way that I played and he didn't like the way, he didn't like the way that I took no notice of him because yeah. I already, uh, Tony Waddington was asked once about about myself and he said that I've never once told him how to play because he already knows how to play. Mm. And that was the greatest answer he could have given because I did know how to play, and he knew that when he bought me. So he ain't going to try. It's like basically what it is. It's like going back, you know, to when boy boy meets girl, they get married, and they want to change one another, or the wife wants to change the fellow. But that ain't going to happen, you know. Why get married in the first place if you want to change one another? You know, you got you got what you got, and 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 then, and what you do, you build on it. What happened after the Germany game in '75? I know we played Cyprus, and Supermax scored five goals. And in one of your books, Supermax said, "I look back, and Alan Hudson was shouting to Reeve, saying, read that and weep, you bastard, read that and weep.' Which was <laughs> Mal- Malcolm embellishing a story, of course, because that's yeah. what Malcolm does." But the uh, next game we played was um, the 11th of, uh, of May uh, against Cyprus, which was the, the return game. Kevin Keegan scored the goal in a 1-0 win. The very next game uh, was the start of the home internationals. We played Northern Ireland away, drawed 0-0, drawed against Wales 2-2 and beat Scotland then 5-1. But you didn't feature in any game after the Cyprus game. Did Reeve tell you that you would never feature again? I know that at, at some stage he had that training session and he told you, Rodney Marsh, Tony Curry, uh, Charlie George and uh, Frank Worthington that they didn't fit into the, his plans. I would have yeah. sacked him there and then because that is a crime against football. But what was the official line? How come you didn't travel to Cyprus? How come you wasn't called up for the home internationals? And um, and then we played Switzerland, Czechoslovakia and Portugal away in the last three games. We played nine games in 75. Czechoslovakia was our only defeat. Yeah, what, what happened was um, uh, there, there was um, they had a they had a an under-23 tour in uh, match in Hungary. 
And um, he, it was a plan. He planned this, Don Revy, and he chose me and Jimmy Greenoff to come from Stoke and as two overage players. Yeah. And um, from the time we got there, uh, he kept digging us out, and he made he made it very clear that we was that would be the last, the one and only time for Jimmy that he would be in an England squad. And uh, one day, I can remember after training, it was snowing heavy there, and I said to Jimmy, you know, I had a, I was always weight conscious in them days, as was Jimmy, and. And we we skipped lunch, and we said we won't go down to lunch today. We'll we'll just laze around because it was snowing out. You couldn't go out or walk round or nothing. I said when we and then we'll go down. We had we had a papers, magazines, and we, we weren't watching telly or nothing. We were chatting, and the phone rang, and it was Les Cocker, and he says, "You're," he said. The Don's going totally mad down here. Crackers, where? Who do you, what do you think you're doing, you two? So we said, well, mate. I said, quite quite clearly, I said, uh, I don't eat lunch. Yeah. It's simple as that. I don't, I'm not a free meal a day person. I don't, I don't want lunch, so I'm not coming down. He said, you better be down here in the next five minutes. Otherwise, that'll be it. You know, and I was, uh, at that time, I hadn't reached Arsenal because I got sent out from Australia with him. But so, I, you know, we would have been better off saying, well, let, let him do what he wants, send us home. And then he would have got, had even more egg on his face because I'd already played against the Germans. And if it, we'd have been sent sent home for not coming down for lunch, it, you know, it was like a school outing. Mm. And um, Jimmy and I went down and we got in the elevator and we got down the bottom and we got out and there was, he was standing there revving and he went absolutely outrageous. He was outrageous. He went, who on earth do you think you are, you two? And we'd, we'd, we'd already beaten Leeds a year before. Not not long before that, we broke their record. They were going for the record and we beat them at Stoke. So that was, that he weren't very happy with that. And he weren't very happy that Chelsea in 70 beat them in the cup final. So all these things come into it. That's the only reason I can think of Paul, because he, there was no way that he could dislike us because he didn't know us. But he knew Jimmy because he, he was once a Leeds player. And uh, we just explained, we, look, we don't want lunch. He said, well, don't, well, don't try and be different from everybody else. And uh, and, that, and that was it. And um, we were never seen again. We come back from Hungary. And I, was, I remember sitting on the aeroplane with John Gidman. And we, you know, we, we opened a bottle of uh, duty free and uh, that was his international career finished as well and he was as good as any right back around at that time you know so that was three of us and every time um, I ever see Giddy whenever I was out he used to introduce me as a man that got him out of the England team so you know that's how that that is how stupid it is it could only it, it couldn't happen in any other country it could only happen in England so I mean it was Ramsey earlier in the early parts of the 70s, then it was Don Revy. I'm guessing that must have been, if it was snowing there in Hungary, um, probably round about the October or November time then. But we'd, we'd almost had our international fixtures played in 75 by that time. I mean, I can't believe that you wasn't called up for the home internationals, for instance. Yeah, I, I know. Um, I... I... 
there, there was uh, something happened around that uh, around that time. Yeah, something. I think I had a. It was the end of the season. I, I knew he weren't going to pick me anyway, but I I turned up for an England uh, get together, and I I didn't even train. I had a bad ankle, and uh, uh, and Jimmy weren't there. Um, so that kind of gave him a good uh, excuse. And strangely enough, um, I had an agent at the time called Ken Adam, and we were going away. Uh, we were going away to Marbella. I was going away with my wife and my son, and we were actually going away with Jeff Erse and, and Judith and his girls, and we were going to Marbella. And, and Ken Adam called me up, and he says, look, he says, oh, don't go on holiday. He says, because if, if you turn up for this uh, end of the season get together he says he's going to make you captain and I, I said Ken where did you get this from he said I've heard from a very good source in Fleet Street that he's going to make you captain of England anyway I turned up I, I, and my, my missus and I had to change my ticket they went to Marbella and I followed on two or three days later and uh, and it was nothing it was a disaster you know he, he, I, I don't think he never spoke to me once. He never spoke to me after the Germany game. He never spoke to me after the Cyprus game. The only time he ever spoke to us was in Hungary when he was screaming and hollering us because we didn't want to have lunch. Now, that isn't the way you treat people. I mean, if it had been Bobby Moore or something, Bobby Moore and Bobby Charlton, can you imagine him talking to people like that? They'd have said, what, what on earth is going on? What is wrong with you, man? You know, and that was the way he was. He it was that that was just his way of telling you that he didn't want you in the squad. Yeah, absolutely incredible. And going yeah. back in time, that that night we had those three proper midfield players. We didn't play with holding midfield players in in those days. I don't know where this new system of holding midfield players has come from because. You don't need it. I mean, England played a 4-3-3 that night. People, you know, try and tell us that 4-3-3 is a new thing and we've only just started playing that. <laughs> we've been yeah, play, yeah. playing it forever. I mean, yeah. all these different words that they keep inventing and you listen to these various, you know, talk shows on radio where you turn on Sky Sports. Having said that, I've turned on Sky Sports tonight and Seattle are playing uh, Real Salt Lake and they're, they're 1-0 up after 75 minutes. Again, one of your uh, your old teams, Seattle Sounders. What a fantastic <laughs> start to the season, Brian Schmetzer. And what a ball that was that he dug out, by the way, I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think they lost that game 3-1, didn't they? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, I'm watching it. It must have been three late goals by Real uh, Salt Lake. They did play the other night, and this is the playback, but... Uh, Rui Diaz has just put one in. It was almost a, a Jack Grealish-esque cross from the right-hand side and Rui Diaz has just put his hand on where Sterling put his head on it. But let's, you yeah. know, let's get back to England. Jack Grealish, you cannot even think about starting a game without Jack Grealish, surely, can you? Well, it's, it, I mean, it's, it seems as if we've been talking about and talking yes. everybody's been talking about it. it's it's been in the newspaper everybody's brought it up but you know we had we've been doing the podcast harry redknapp come on and said you know i can't believe that he hasn't picked jack Grealish. everybody's kind of followed suit and it, it it's 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 too it's it seems just that there's something 
missing here. We, you know, it, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't mind if Southgate turned around and left him out completely and said, "Look, he's just yeah. not in my plans." Yeah. But don't don't play along with with it and don't put him on the bench and don't 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 bring him on and when you're in trouble and because he knows if he brings him on in he's in trouble then he'll get the, he'll get the credit for it and if he doesn't Jack doesn't come on and produce a good with 20 minutes left which I wouldn't like doing then he's got an excuse to leave him out. So he he's a, he's a win-win man, Southgate. He puts himself in a position where he can't lose. Yeah. And uh, I'm afraid, you know, once again, we've won the group. We always win the group, don't we? Apart yes. from in the in the yeah. World Cup with, uh, with um, poor old Roy. But... Um, you know, we always win the in the Euros. We always win. I mean, it wasn't a tough group. It was an easy group, really. Uh, but we we still managed to crawl through through that. You know, uh, scoring two goals in the three games. Um, and but but now then the strange the strangest thing is that um, um, I can see this being a this this could be a great opportunity for England. Be, Merely because of the way they play, and the Germans will play the same. They they play the same same kind of game as us. They are they are lacking that Muller Muller's you know not the player he used to be. You know the days of uh, Gerd Muller and them are gone. You know they haven't got the strikers they used to have, and they got no Klinsmann and people like that. They you know they scored four against Portugal, but the first two were own goals and. It was a, a fiasco, really. But uh, I, I think it's going to be a very, very tight game, and he will, he will be looking at that to to go into extra time and penalties, and and just and hope that the dice fall his way. You're right. I've, <clears throat> Germany are nowhere near the Germany that um, that we watched in the seventies. Absolutely nowhere near. When no. you played Germany, they were world champions. I know they yeah. made a few changes, and, and so did we make a few changes. We were both building up, and that's what friendly games are for. This is the real stuff. This is a, a tournament game. This is the last 16. I think you're right. I think Germany do play ordinarily with three uh, defenders, push the wing backs on, and play a very similar game to England. The other similarity between Germany and uh, England is the managers. I think they're both negative, defensive-minded. And Germany yeah. have also, in my opinion, left their best player uh, back home in, in, uh, in Germany, um, Julian Brandt. I think that that kid is their equivalent of Jack Grealish. And if I was a, a Premier League uh, team, I certainly would be looking to move him from Dortmund, where he's been sub an awful lot this season since Bellingham uh, moved over there, because I think that that kid can pull a rabbit out of the hat. And I don't think Germany have got the players that can pull rabbits out the hat these days. I think that we have in Jack Grealish, and I just cannot for the life of me understand. In fact, Simon Stein, Steinrod posted up the other day, you must be blind if you can't see what a player Jack Grealish is, and he's absolutely yeah. spot on. Well, uh, yeah, as I say, it's um, it, it, the old world, and it's and and, and their dog know that uh, mm-hmm. Jack is the most creative player in this country, and that 
Yeah, he only had to see him when he came on when he came on sub, and you know he lifted the lifted the stadium. Although there weren't a full house, if there had been hundred thousand or seventy or eighty thousand, it would have lifted lifted the stadium, and it did every time he's come on. And uh, you know it goes back to uh, eighteen months ago, or just just under that when me and Dom were in Grand Canary and they played Belgium, and you know it was uh, and and. Don said to me, I said, he won't play him, mate. It's simple as that. He won't play him. And he said, well, how do you think they go on? You know, we, we're on screen. And I went, well, it's a simple case of if De Bruyne plays and Eden Hazard's fit, then we got no chance. And the next thing you know, they they both played him. They were 2-0 up in 20 minutes. And then they brought Jack on and and tried to change the game. But it couldn't. It was too late. But again, it's about getting your best players on the pitch and playing with a system that suits that player. When Jack played uh, the, the other night against the Czech Republic, they they never got the ball to Jack enough. There seems to be, the way England play, a load of players that aren't particularly confident in their own skins. They're trying to prove themselves to the manager and I know that I hear them say, well, they're great at playing darts and they're great at playing carpet bowls and bingo and all these. It's like a lads club. Well, to be honest, when they're playing on the pitch, it don't seem to be because you put the ball to the feet of your best players. So whenever players get the ball, they look up, you give the ball to Jack. And it's similar to what you used to do back in your day. You get the ball, you give the ball to Peter Osgood because you know that a Manchester United give the ball to George Best. You give the ball to your best players all the time. Yeah, absolutely. That that is why we got now where they could just got to keep passing it sideways because they they, they haven't got no best players. It's no. um and I, I I really believe I don't I can't believe that he he hasn't even got them. Well, he did, number one he doesn't want Jack in the team, but no, he doesn't. You know, and I I said to Don the other night watching. I said, why on earth is I know. He plays out wide and he, he plays more forward for Aston Villa, but that 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 is because Aston Villa need him. Yeah. They they like they they kind of uh, they're not a team where they're going to be uh, they're fighting relegate. They're going to be fighting relegation for a little while until Dean Smith really gets it together, and I think he's doing the right way about it. But he he's try he wants to play Jack more forward. So he can he can organise a midfield, and which he's he's done. I think he's doing a great job at the Villa, but at international level, Jack should be playing in that position where I played. Yeah, he should be involved all the time. Yeah, for, off from the back four, getting it off the back four, and just starting everything up, and then and then take his time and get yeah. forward. Yeah, um, but it's not happening. It's not happening. It's it's um, see. When you when you got players like him and you're playing him further forward, yeah. you're relying on the likes of Rice and Phillips to get the ball to him. Yeah. Well, they can't do it. Yeah. They're not creative enough to do that. And I remember it happened. It happened years ago when when we had John Barnes. They used to slag John Barnes off, but it wasn't John Barnes' fault. They just didn't have the players to get to get it to him in the right positions. And it, playing for Liverpool, he was a different player. Yeah. You know, it was it was just it was too obvious, and and they would they would slag him off when he played for England. I said, well, I said, well, he can't be a great player for Liverpool and not for England. Liverpool are winning the European Cup. Yeah, 
you know, and, and they're saying that it's the players in in the England team do not, you know, the fullbacks were getting it and they were lumping upfield. Then again, Tony Adams was getting it and Butcher were whacking it 40 yards forward up to the front players. And they were wondering why John Barnes weren't touching the ball. And, and that's what happens, isn't it? And the same thing happens with Jack when he's stuck out on the left. The fullback's going to love that, and the opposition going to love that if he's going to stay out wide, because they'll just, they'll just, as they did the other night, they had two or three players around him every time he got the ball. Absolutely. I mean, you're right, and for me, I'd play Jack centrally. I play him in a similar way that they, um, that little Italian plays we've mentioned in Insignia, or however you say his name. Uh, nice player, likes to get on the ball, the Napoli superstar. And uh, and Griezmann as well. Griezmann in that French team is given a free role. He's allowed to play wherever he wants to play. And you've got to get the ball to your best players and then watch the magic happen. How yeah. do you how do you see Eng- oh, well, how would you line up against West God blimey, I'm still in nineteen seventy five out West Germany. <laughs> it's Germany of course these days. You know, we've never actually beaten Germany at Wembley, so that ain't a good omen. We have beaten West Germany. We've played 32 games um, between the two sides. Uh, I know we played games previously, but uh, recognised international games, which first started in 1933, uh, sorry, 1930. Richard Hoffman was the first player to score a hat-trick. And it was Jimmy Hogan that actually taught the Germans how to play football, an English coach. So yeah. we've played, we've won 13, they've won 13, and we've drawn six. So it's all quite equal. But if, if you were the manager of England, how would you line us up uh, Tuesday night against the Germans, Al? Well, I, uh, exactly what I said. I would, I would play Jack in, in midfield. I would play, um, I would play three at the back, uh, whoever they are, and I would play two. Uh, I would, I wouldn't play Walker right back. I would play the, I would play the. Two, I think the two. I like. I think Shaw's had a good season for Manchester United, but I, I think the two. I'd have the two Chelsea fullbacks. I mean, it's a pity that uh, the kid from Liverpool. Uh, ain't fit, Arnold Alexander Arnold, what his name is, and yeah. and and it's a pity that the other, the left back who plays for Scotland, ain't English because yeah. they're the best two for the way they play for Liverpool is if it's basically the way that the best way to play with us. But uh, if we had two fullbacks like that and and Jack in midfield with um, I don't know Mason Mount. I think uh, he's got a great future, but again, they they're telling him to play a certain way, which is foreign to him. Yeah. Um, uh, he's got bundles of energy; he can do all Jack's running for him while Jack can set up the play. And then I'd, and then the the two boys just getting crosses in, and you got you got Harry coming on, and I I would play the the young Ollie Watkins up up there with him. I really would. I think that kid's going to be a terrific player. But he ain't going to be no good if he's, he's just going to be a, a bit part player. That's no good. And I, I think it, alongside Harry, I think it would bring him on, you know, because at the moment we have we are non-existent at, up, up front. And we get well, what we're doing by pushing people up as well. We looked so flat. And we, you look along the line and you see 
the Czechs the other night and then the Croatians the other night and the Scottish and, and we're standing in line with them. We've got nobody coming from deep. We're, 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 we're just in a, a flat line across the, the top. So that makes it easier for the other team. You know, it's um, we 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 got no movement. There's no movement up front, and and that is because people like Rice and Phillips in midfield are not are not pulling people out of position, and they're not passing it. They're not f- trying to thread balls into the to the front men, and 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 this is what happens. So what do we do? We we just go if we can't because we haven't got the players to knock it into their feet. We go round the outside and we go from the right back to the left back, back to the centre half, back to the right back, and and it's all over again. And that is why that we've only scored six goals in seven games because we ain't going to create them. Absolutely. Sadly, Ollie Watkins was another player that Gareth didn't take. Um, so he won't be able to play Ollie Watkins up front. Who would your three uh, central defenders be? Uh, Stones being uh, one, Maguire being the other. Uh, who w- would it be? Toro Mings as well? No, I, I would uh, I would play the kid from Wolves. Cody. I like him. Cody. Yeah, I like, I like Cody. I, I like him. It's just a shame... Yeah, the Wolves have had a terrific couple of seasons and they've latched on. They've seen him a little bit late in life, yeah. you know, because he's been a good player. It's it's only since the the Portuguese fellow's gone there and he, he's really come forward, this fellow, and he looks a great player. I like him. And, uh, you know, you could you could build... Uh, um, I think uh, I've got a problem with Mings when I watch him play for Villa. He 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 thinks he's a lot better than what he is. Yep. He he he's good. He looks a good player on the ball, but he's an accident waiting to happen yeah, for me. Yeah, uh, that's the way I see him, and he he's always he he looks all right when he he he's, he looks a classy player when he's on the ball when he's got space and time. But you don't want them players that are, look classy players when they you know at the back you don't want them you know but you just you just want them to get the ball into midfield and let the midfield players get on with it you know because uh, I went to a match at Chelsea about a year ago and we uh, I sat down at half time and we were having we were having drinks at the table and I said to this Chelsea supporter I said do you realize that your back four have had the had more of the ball than your forwards mm. I said, all you do is pass the ball across the back of you. numerous amount of times. And the crowd, the, everyone in the crowd, I mean, people were coming up to me later on and saying, what's going on? Why why we just keep passing it across the back and pass it across the back? And it seems to be a trait in the English game now that that's what we do. And the, the problem is, is because we haven't, them players are not told to just get the ball and give it to the midfield players and let them get on with it and let them create. But they can't do that now because they haven't got no creation in midfield. They haven't got the players, Rice, Rice and Phillips. They're good club players. They do well for West Ham. They do well for Leeds. They do a good job. But international football is not what, what that's not what it's all about at international level. Absolutely. It, so you, you, your team would be Pickford in goal because he's about the only goalkeeper that's left standing at the moment. Well, the way the things are going, I will put Pickford up front. <laughs> you never know, he's safe game, he might do well, that. Well, Harry ain't scored yet and Ronaldo <laughs> scored five. You know, if he's, he's 36, 37, Ronaldo. He scored five already and Harry ain't scored. 
and, and and hasn't looked like scoring. So there's something there's something terribly wrong. I mean that that in, that in its own is telling you the same wrong. There, the, Harry's had two seasons, three seasons. Just he's getting over twenty goals every year. He's been rated one of the best centre forwards in Europe, if not the best. You know, after watching Lewandowski, I, you know, I, he, he, he should have been watching him the other night and do, if he wants to get his form back and take a leaf out of his book. Uh, but, you know, for Harry not to score and only have one or two shots, it, it just says... Um, it's not as if we're playing over in Mexico where you got it's hot and everything. We're playing these games at Wembley on our own soil and and it, and, and it just don't ring true to me. You know, that as you're going back to that night against the Germans in 75, I can't remember passing the ball backwards once. No. No, no. Alan Ball never passed the ball back once, and I certainly didn't. And uh, it was just everything was going into Keegan's feet, it was going into Shannon's feet, it was going into McDonald's feet. That's And that was a, that was the way we play. But it won't happen. It won't happen this uh, on on Tuesday night. You won't see none of that. You'll see it going across, 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 and everyone. And we'll be hoping. We'll be hoping to either snatch a goal from a a dead ball, or we go to extra time. And just through law of averages, says we got to beat Germany in penalties one day or whenever. And that's what might he might be. And if he and if he loses on penalties to Germany, that he's just got another excuse. As you know that, well, that's that's the way that's the way it is in history. But that's what he'll be going for. He won't be going out to 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 take the game to Germany to beat them. He's got another pizza advert as well if they go out on penalties. They put <laughs> them them bags over the reds again, <laughs> won't they? They should do them when they're taking the penalties. <laughs> I think they did with Southgate. <laughs> so you, your team would be Pickford in goal, Maguire, Stones and Cody, James and Chilwell as, as wing-backs, Mount and Jack Grealish in, in the middle of the park, Harry Kane playing up front. Who was either side of Harry Kane out in your England lineup? Well, I'd, 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 sooner or later, the the kid from Manchester City's got Foden's got to come good. He's, yeah. you know, he he's got to come good. He's he's got too much ability to. And I like, I do, I, I must say, I do like Saka. He's had a good. Mm. He's still only young. He's inexperienced. Where Rashford's got experience now, but Saka, you know, he needs these these young players. They need a bit of help. They need people like Grealish in midfield to give them the ball and encourage them to. Play. Play rather than play with Rice and Phillips and that, and and wonder what they got to do next. So the, the the pressure's too much on people like Saka to he shouldn't the pressure shouldn't be on him to win us football matches. He should be brought along slowly to to get into it and give him the experience of playing at, at, at this level. But we throw them in and expect them to win us matches, and then when they don't, you know it, it's. Uh, but I, I certainly wouldn't play Rashford. I, I think he's a liability for us at the moment. I must admit, that team that you've picked is a team that I think um, could go on the pitch and get a similar result to what you guys did in 1975. I was just watching Seattle. Um, Rui, 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 Rui Diaz. Um, Raul Rui Diaz has just had a penalty 
And just like in 1976, when Penenka stepped up, he's done exactly the same. This kid, I've watched him quite a lot, Rui Diaz. There's an arrogance about him. There's there's a, a touch of absolute brilliance about that kid. And uh, doesn't he know it? I'm amazed that, that players like that, you know, I know that the MLS is played at the same time as the Premier League, but not always because their season's shorter than ours. I'm surprised that a team in this country hasn't looked off-season at bringing Rui Diaz into playing the Premier League because, I tell you what, I think he's different gravy. Well, yeah, I mean, I've had it. My my pal, my pal in Canada, in Vancouver, uh, for a lad named Chris Bennett is is a great pal of mine. Has been for for years now, and uh, he was he was he wrote to me about the um, the kid for Bayern Munich. For, right? Yeah. Yeah, the, the kid that that played right back in the final last year, and he was man of the match. Um. um he he's what's it, who does he play for? He, he's he's gone off to on the off the radar a little bit. Yeah, he has he to be was fair, t- yeah. Yeah, he mm-hmm. he was telling me he's telling me all about him. He, well, he's Can he's Canadian. He's yeah, Canadian. He's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he said he said, "Oh, what a what a player." So I said, "Well, look, Chris." I said, "In all fairness, uh, who am I going to tell? You know, I, I don't. I QPR. I, I mean, I lived." Five minutes, well, half hour away from QPR and half hour away from Fulham. He's too good for them, yeah. you know. He's, he's, and then all of a sudden, I can't believe that Frank. Uh, I, I'm not sure if it was. I think it was before Frank got the job. Uh, but if, if Frank had got the job, I'd have got a message to his old man to say, "Look, this kid wants to come over and play over here." But it was too late again. He went to Bayern, and uh, and he won the Champions League with them, and. And that's, let's be fair about it. Uh, I, I wrote it wrote about it yesterday that uh, the the Champions League when we were over in uh, Egypt last year, the Champions League between Bayern Munich and PSG was in a different in a different. It was on a different level from the Chelsea Man City. Yeah. That was that was a poor spectacle. Mm. If if that was the best two two teams in England, and it, and and what it, what it is again, it, even with the Chelsea manager, he's been very successful. But it was all about winning, and he, he won the match away, and and that was the, Southgate probably looked at that and thought, well, yeah, well that's what we want to do. It's not about how well you play. It's not about performance. It's about, and it is about performance because if your team's playing, if your team's playing well consistently well you will get at the end of the day you will get the result you might come unstuck a couple of times but you if you play continually well it's like the portuguese now you know it's um they went wrong against germany but i said if they leave that fernandez out and they put someone else in there they they got good players and and they won't. They won't. They won't get beat again, like like they did against Germany. The two own goals ruined them, uh, and they they would have beat France the other night if the referee hadn't given a diabolical penalty. Yeah, I'm surprised Joe Felix hasn't played more for uh, for the Portuguese. I rate that kid. I think he's uh, he's a fine talent. Yeah, they. I think they. He's added. I don't know what it is with the Portuguese manager. He's um, yeah, a bit defensive. I, 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 yeah, and it's. Mm. Um, it's. I think it's same with this uh, Jota or whatever. You know, the kid has gone to Liverpool. He, yeah. he took. He took Liverpool by storm when he, 
when he when he first went there, and then he went off the boil. Uh, so he wasn't in great form. There was there wasn't in great form, and really, when you think that um, what Ronaldo's done is just remarkable, really. Yeah. You know, it's uh, a man of his age, and I mean, I mean, his goal the other night, not not in the French game, but the, the the against Germany. You know, he's headed it out of his own box, and he's got up the other end yeah. at thirty-seven, thirty-eight, whatever yeah. he is, and he and he and he scored. So that that's that is that is something uh, that you can't coach, and that's something you can't plan, and that is something that you don't fit into your system. But great great players can 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 conjure that up. Your interview on your uh, Alan Hutton podcast, uh, proper talk, proper football. Mick Shannon, when when's that coming out? When are you going to do that interview with with Mick? Yeah, I'm still waiting for his son Michael to get in touch with me. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he's been, been busy because Ascot, so it? They, yeah. it's been the Ascot uh, affair, and he, but it, it will be coming up in the next ten days. It, it's, it's good because Don's Don's back now, and Don will come at it. He, he knows Mickey, so um, but that that will be a good that will be a good podcast because Mick, Mickey tells his ears. Uh, you know, I, he was talking about football the other day from Roy Ascot, or his top hat on, and uh, he's uh, he's a not he's not like he's unlike me because he never got a three year ban and he he got picked all the time. And but Mick, Mickey's Mickey, and he, but he, he 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 tells it as it is. And uh, deep down, you know, we will, you know, if he starts if he starts coming up with. Uh, these players who are good players when they're not good players, and then it will be a very exciting podcast. It won't. It won't be. Uh, it won't be like watching uh, Sky TV and all this, where they all agree with each other. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Roy. Yeah, I agree with Roy, and yeah, I agree with Graham, and I agree with him. They were all agreeing with each other the other night at halftime, and oh, Rio said, "Yeah, he's right there. Yeah, well, they are all right, aren't they? How can they all be right? They're never going to have an argument, you know." I, yes. I, it did make me laugh when Steve Perryman went on uh, about Mick Pedgick, and I'm I'm listening. I'm thinking, "Oh my God, don't ask him that about Pedgick." <laughs> <laughs> and I could see Tony going, "Oh my God, no, he's just <laughs> asked him about Pedge." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I had to kind of cock a deaf in there, didn't I? <laughs> but it's always a brilliant listen, Al. It's always great talking to you on our podcast as well. We need to do uh, another My Life, My Music, which is a, a series that, that we do do. We've done 16 now. We will be doing at least another My Euro Diary because England have got that game in the last 16 against Germany. Yeah. And if England do progress and your balloon's still going, who knows what's going to last longest, your balloon yes. or England, we well, will do a few coming. more as well, mate. <laughs> the under, well, you know about the balloon, the only way is up, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> let's, yeah. let's hope Southgate takes something from your balloon and the only way is up. And, and let's be positive as well, England. Let's go out. We're only playing Germany. They're a team. They're a team in transition. The new manager is waiting to take that bat on. I think Germany are there for the taking. For me, the best player is still in 
Deutschland and I think England, if they are brave, if they do take that ball by the horns, I think England can replicate what you guys did while I was a 10-year-old all those years ago and beat Germany at Wembley. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, yeah. The, the problem is, the, the problem with it, Paul, is it's, uh, you know, we know that mm-hmm. if he picked the right team, yep. we, we could we could actually beat we, You know, we if we played Grealish properly yep. and we played Foden and we put Saka in a position and we, we played and we said, and we sold him just to go out and, to go out and play and, you know, enjoy it and go out and and get a result. And, but enjoy it. Don't tell them what to do, where to go and whatever, you know. It's um, it's about time that it, it's, it's, it's them again at the FA, the suits, and it? they keep employing these managers that uh, go down the same route. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I can't see why. They, and, you know, our, our supporters... I mean, if I if I was really an England supporter, I'd have said you, I've told you before about it, club level. And mm. If my team would just keep playing like that every week, I, I'm, I'm afraid I'd boycott. I wouldn't go, you know, because there's plenty of football on telly, and I I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't bother, mate. It's um, I don't know how they how they continue, you know, put up with it. I really don't. Absolutely. When he took Jack Grealish off, Sam said to me. I said, I ain't watching it anymore. I'm, I've, I've had enough. And she said, you will. And and, 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 and I did. But Well, you have to. You have to do. You know, when, when you do what we do and, you know, you've got a radio show to, to, to do and, you know, we've got the podcast to do, you, you know, you, 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 you just got to watch it, you know. And, and uh, you know, you go out. You can't, you can't not watch it because you go out and someone asks your opinion and... and they can say, oh, you missed that last night, we know I've played well. And you, you start wondering if that's the only time they've ever played well. But they, you know, you know you've got to watch it. It's, um, um, cause who knows? You know, one day you might just get it right, you know? Absolutely. And that's exactly what I said to Sam. Bab, I've got to watch it because I'm doing a podcast with Udley and I've got to talk about the game. But, yeah, yeah. It, you know, sad that, and, 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 and unbelievable, really. I should be talking to Gareth Southgate and Alan Hudson should be picking and running the England team. It's all yeah, arse, yeah. it's all about us about face Al, and it yeah. is a funny old game as the uh, the genial Jimmy Greaves once said to uh, St John. Well, it was actually Harry Enfield but we'll give it to Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Till next time, buddy. All right, Paul. I'll see you later. I'm off. I'm off. To, I'm off to Bournemouth on uh, on the weekend. I might just go and knock on Harry's door for you. Why not, mate? Why not? <laughs> if you get, if he's got enough time on his hands. He'll probably take you to play golf. <laughs> I can't play golf. <laughs> <laughs> just caddy him. You get a few quid off him. <laughs> Cheers, Al. Till next time. God bless, Paul. Thanks Cheers, a lot, pal. Mate. And thanks Bye-bye. for listening, all. Cheers. Ta-da, a bit. Bye bye, Ta-da. Ta-da. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.